الحمد لله ثم الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا أن هدانا الله نحمد الله ونستعينه ونستهديه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله أصله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره المشركون اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على حبيبك المصطفى محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful All praise due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I bear witness that there is no deity save Allah And I bear witness that Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his servant, his messenger, his dear friend and guidance to all the worlds. Whoever is guided is guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and whoever is misguided there is no one but Allah to guide him or her. Allah says in Surah Al-Rum, chapter number 30, ومن آياته أن خلقكم من تراب ثم إذا أنتم بشر تنتشرون And among his signs is that he created you from dust and then you became human beings scattered far and wide. And also Allah says in Surah Al-Rum, the same Surah, ومن آياته خلق السماوات والأرض واختلاف ألسنتكم وألوانكم إن في ذلك لآيات للعالمين And among his signs is the creation of the heavens and the earth and the variation in your languages and your colors Verily, in that are signs for those who know Dear brothers and sisters, these variations in languages, colors, ethnicity, shape may be viewed from the geographic aspect or the periods of time. But all of us were created from a single pair of parents, Adam and Hawa. We have spread in different countries different climates and along the way we developed different languages different shades and complexions and yet our basic unity remains
family of God. We feel, we react the same way, regardless. And the most important thing, we are equal under God's care. In God's eyes, we are all equal. The Prophet said that Allah does not look at your shape and the way your bodies are or your color, but Allah looks in your heart. Piety is in the heart. God Almighty with His grand wisdom wanted us to be different. He wanted us to be different, to test us. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu قال All believers are of one brotherhood either in religion or in humanity. In a word, it is imperative to live on this planet as family. In Surah Yunus, number 10, ayah number 19, Allah says, وَمَا كَانَ النَّاسُ إِلَّا أُمَّةً وَاحِدَةً فَاخْتَلَفُوا وَلَوْلَا كَلِمَةٌ سَبَقَتْ مِنْ رَبِّكَ لَقُضِيَ بَيْنَهُمْ فِيمَا فِيهِ يَخْتَلِفُونَ Mankind was but one nation, but differed later, had it not been for a word set forth by your Lord, their differences would have been settled between them. And the word is the decree or the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His universal will or wisdom. When men began to diverge from one another, God made their differences serve to obtain the higher degree of piety towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and by increasing the good work and the goodness in our lives, to him and thus pointing back to the ultimate unity. It is okay to be different. We don't have to be all six feet, 150 or 190, or we don't have to be according to uh, criteria, special criteria. No, differences are good and that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us this way. The Prophet said, لا فضل لعربي على أعجمون ولا أبيض على أسود إلا بالتقوى. That no superiority for a Arab over non-Arab or a white over black except by piety. And this is what the measuring stick for everyone else. The diversity that exists within us, within the human family, according to the Quran, is a natural occurrence. Had God wished for all human beings remain as one uniform community, He could have made it so. Instead, He created us with different physical, mental, and emotional features. We have different talents, different dreams. We have different likes and dislikes. We have different laughter, different cry. But along the way, 
consider ourselves the family of God. All creatures are the family of God and the most dearest or nearest of you to God is the most honorable one who treat his family with honor. In Surah Al-Ma'idah, ayah number 48, Allah says, وَلَوْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ لَجَعَلَكُمْ أُمَّةً وَاحِدَةً وَلَكِنْ يَبْلُوَكُمْ فِيمَا آتَاكُمْ If Allah so willed, He would have created you as a single people. But His plan is to test you in what He has given you. If Allah so willed, it would be His will. Now the question, how we as a human being, the family of Allah, will behave to reach the highest degree of piety and acceptance by Allah and to obtain the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how to treat one another? This is the question. It has been said that the world is like a ship and human beings or mankind are its passenger. So the welfare of all depends upon the safe conduct of each of them. If anyone is found making a hole in the ship, he or she must be stopped. And in the meanwhile, we have to consider that it is okay to be different. We have to believe and agree that we are different people. And this is the beauty of it all. As long as we respect and cherish one another, treat everyone with honor and responsibility. Allah says in Surah Al-Hajurat, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الناس إنا خلقناكم ذكر وأنثى وجعلناكم شعوبا وقبائل لتعارفوا إن أكرمكم عند الله أتقاكم So Allah said, O people, O mankind, we have created you from a single pair of a male and a female. And we made you into nations and tribes. So, to cherish one another, to know one another, not to despise one another. Verily, the most honorable one of you is the most pious. So we all know the clear picture of our existence is to attain piety, not to obtain more money or fame on the expense of others or how it is being done nowadays. In this life, dear brothers and sisters, regardless of race and ethnicity, gender or creed, we all share a common moral objective, black or white, Muslim and non-Muslim. We all seek to secure happiness through the protection of three aspects of our humanity. In this dunya we're talking. We all know what to expect in the day after and what to do to reach that goal. In this dunya, regardless of any religion or shape or form, we have to attain three aspects of our humanities, which is number one, life, blood. Number two, 
property and number three honor it was reported by Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu when he said that during the 10th day of the Hijjah the day of pilgrimage the Prophet sallallahu asked his companions and he said do you know what this day is and they said Allah wa Rasuluhu a'lam Allah and his messenger know best and he said isn't it the day of 10th of the Hijjah or the day of Nahr the sacrifice we said yes and then he asked do you know which month is this this isn't it the month of the Hijjah they said yes and then he said do you know what city is this isn't it the city of Mecca Al-Balad Al-Amin they said yes and then he said verily your blood and your property and your honor are as sacred unto you as this sacred day of yours in this sacred month of yours in this sacred city of yours let him who is present convey the message to one who is absent sallallahu alayhi wasallam before he died before he left this world to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the messenger charged his followers the Muslim people with the responsibility of protecting these three aspects of their own and every other human being's existence to violate any of those three would be as grave as violating the sacred day of sacrifice in the month of the Hijjah during which pilgrimage happens is performed and in the sacred city of Mecca this one simple declaration covers every facet of existence in human beings life one statement from the messenger peace be upon him paved the way for human rights for all for over 1429 years ago let us ponder on that and think and act accordingly and pray to God and ask forgiveness
we all react the same way, regardless. Isn't that an evidence of the unity of human beings? Whether we realize it or not, we all react the same way. That's why not only has taking a life is forbidden in Islam, but even lightly harming someone is immoral. We have ordained on the children of Israel. Allah says that if anyone killed a person, would be as though he killed the whole humanity. And if anyone revives a person, as though he revived the whole humanity. Property, number two. Here it refers to what a person owns, but not limited to that. Everything on this, cre on this earth, in this creation, is the property of Allah. All has been appreciated by humanity as the vicegerent of God on earth. So all of us human bear the responsibility of taking care of this planet and everything on it. All of us. Black, white, male, or female. Number three, honor, dignity, values, and self-esteem. Allah said, وَلَقَدْ بَنِي آدَمِ Verily, we have honored the son of Adam. And Allah devoted a whole chapter in the Quran, chapter number 49, Al-Hujurat, to this topic, indicating the importance of being honorable and res respecting the honor of others. This is what Islam teaches us. The rights of your neighbor to guard him or her when they are absent, to honor them when they are present. Honor of family, friends, all of humanity must be bound by this moral code, regardless of color, gender, or creed. Each of the three sacred aspects of human life have both virtues and vices. It is the duty of each Muslim, man and woman, to practice the virtues in their lives. And furthermore, to enjoin what is right, what is good, and forbid what is evil. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us through our hard times to attain this meaning in our lives, to work respectively and to honor one another in the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma firlana zanubana, Allahumma fa'alna innaka al-afuul kareem, Allahumma inna na'udhu bilibaka min sakhatik, wa bimu'afatika min muqubatik, wa bika minka la nuhsi thana'a alayk, anta kama asnaita ala nafsik. وأقم الصلاة